and welcome to episode 26 of the Ripples in Space podcast. I'm John Davis. And I'm Cade Reagan. Today, we have something a little bit different. We've done this before in the past. We have two shorter stories that we'll be doing one after the other instead of one longer story. Uh, these stories are titled Hank and Check the Couch. As normal, I will do the author's bios and then Kate will read the stories. So, here we go. Dave Pasquantonio is a freelance writer and journalist, and a stay-at-home dad in Millis, Massachusetts. His work is for children and adult readers, and has been published in anthologies and online print journals. He's written over 100 newspaper articles and features. Uh, you can find more about him at www.davepasquantonio.com. Hank by Dave Pasquantonio In the spring, aliens abducted Hank and took him to their ship. The ship then hurtled toward the aliens' home galaxy. The head alien strapped Hank to a slab and interrogated him about Earth's potential defenses against the aliens' plan of global enslavement. The head alien's voice seemed to emanate from inside Hank's bones. Hank's parents had given him a bone phone for Christmas in 1980. The alien's speech sounded and felt like that bone phone. Hank thought about early forms of wearable technology while the alien interrogated him. After a while, Hank said, I need food and drink. What is food and drink? the alien asked, putting down a glowing cube which captured and translated Hank's responses. Hank explained that he needed to ingest nourishment and liquid. Very unusual, the head alien said. It instructed another alien to go to the lab and synthesize food and drink. Later, the head alien suspended Hank by a network of wires and began the probing. Several other aliens assisted. Hank had a balky knee and once tried acupuncture. The alien's probing felt like acupuncture, being performed simultaneously by dozens of unskilled acupuncturists. Hank thought about non-surgical pain relief practices while the aliens continued the probing. After a while, Hank said, I need to use the bathroom. What is the bathroom? the head alien asked, putting down a beaker which contained many of Hank's fluids. Hank explained that he needed to eliminate bodily waste. Interesting, the head alien said. It sounded annoyed at having to stop the probing. It instructed another alien to go to the lab and build a waste receptacle. Later, the head alien placed Hank in a hover chamber and removed, studied, and reattached pieces of his body. Hank had once fallen asleep in an inner tube while at the lake. The alien's hover chamber felt like the floating on calm water. Hank thought about buoyancy as it relates to both mass and surface area while the aliens removed pieces of his body. After a while, Hank said, I need some lotion. What is some lotion? The head alien said, putting down a tentacle full of Hank's vertebrae. Hank explained that his remaining skin was itchy due to the hover chamber's arid air. This is too much, the head alien said. Your species is too needy for enslavement. We will now devise a weapon of eradication. 
We will return you to your planet. You will inform your people of their imminent elimination. It put Hank's vertebrae back inside Hank and instructed another alien to take a smaller ship and return Hank to Earth. The alien dropped Hank off at his house. Hank put his hands on his hips and looked at the roof line. The gutters were stuffed with leaves, as it was now fall because of special relativity. I really need to do something about those gutters, Hank said, then went inside to the garage to get a ladder. Our second story, Check the Couch, is by Andrea Wabi. She has worked as a freelance technology and business writer in Toronto, Canada for the past nine years. In January 2019, she began writing fiction as a challenge to herself to become a better writer. One of her first short stories, Fergus and Marigold, recently placed second in the June 2019 Blank Spaces magazine contest. Check the Couch by Andrea Wabe. I can hear her upstairs stomping and grumbling. Shit, where is it? I'm going to be late. She loses everything from car keys to reading glasses, and worst of all, me. Unfortunately, I'm the target of today's search and rescue mission. Now she's racing downstairs yet again. Thump, 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 she bursts into the living room. Wheezing and agitated, she dashes past me for the tenth time in as many minutes. It's maddening to watch because I write where she left me, on the couch before she took her morning shower. I'm always baffled as to why she never checks here first, since four times out of five, that's where I'll be. Ugh, and she knows the black leather upholstery camouflage is my dark protective case, yet she still hasn't replaced it. She occasionally peruses brightly coloured options on Amazon, tapping and swiping my face around with the intent of picking something, but it's no use. She's too easily distracted the second her kids want juice, or her husband asks if she's seen his iPad. Given a track record, it's hilarious he thinks she could help him. Now she's opening her laptop. I bet she'll try calling me on Skype next, yet it rarely works. You keep leaving me on flight mode, you fool. I want to yell at her, but for obvious reasons, I cannot. As I suspected... The three call attempts fail, and now she's just standing there, looking sweaty and perplexed. I know she's desperate to find me. After all, I'm the smart one. Without me, how would she remember her upcoming appointments or her husband's mobile work number? I also entertain her kids to keep them quiet in doctor's offices or whenever she needs a moment to herself. Considering all I do for her, you'd think she'd keep better track of me. Why are humans so disappointing? Eyes glaring at the floor and hands on her hips, she whispers, Screw it, I give up! Then fetches her shoes and marches with one in each hand toward the couch. I can't handle the suspense. Look up, you lunatic! Still oblivious to my whereabouts, she sits down in a huff. Her warm, bulbous butt cheeks land right on top of me with a wump, and I am sandwiched between her and the firm leather cushions. Letting out a sigh, she suddenly drops the shoes, stands up and spins around to discover I was here all along. She exhales and softly giggles while placing me carefully in her purse. 
Man, I am such a moron, and I really need to buy a brighter case for this phone, she mutters to herself. She's right about the first part, but I know this vexing couch drama will continue until I am stolen or replaced. She's putting on her coat, so I'm guessing it's time to leave. Oh, good grief! I hope she remembers her wallet is on the mantle! Well, those were both very short, yet entertaining tales. I liked the cell phone one a lot. That was pretty humorous, because... I don't know. Maybe our phones do get a little rude and annoyed, especially when we sit on them. So yeah. don't put your phone in your back pocket. Now that we can't do anything without them, we should treat them with respect. Uh, as opposed to being, you know, abducted by aliens, but not really wanted. Well, I guess we are kind of a, a needy race compared to aliens. I mean, having to use the bathroom and needing lotion. I mean, I guess a outer space species would see that as nonsensical. Maybe we should all get tattoos with our uh, no return policies on them. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, those were both fun. Thank you for sending them. Uh, thank you to everyone for sending us your stories. It's great. We love reading them. We love sharing them with the world. Uh, it's fun. So, if you want to do that, if you write stories, if you like our podcast, you can send them to us on Submittable. We are Ripples in Space. Uh, we have a couple other things on there, too. You can send us short stories. We publish pretty regularly. almost Pretty quarterly. Yeah, quarterly. Be on the lookout for updates on our Facebook and Twitter page. We post cool things that happen every now and then. And uh, just keep following us, because we're growing, and it's fun to have all of your support. So... From all of us here at Ripples in Space, thank you so much for listening. Cheers from the void. Talk to you later.